Hello, welcome to episode number 26 of Self-Improvement and Spirituality in Practice, Blooming with Gracie Hu. Today I'm going to talk about the most important lesson for everyone. We are always learning something in life, right? We are always going through challenges to learn specific things, to develop skills, whatever. And this is endless because life is eternal. So you will always learn something. And among those important lessons that everyone has to learn in order to evolve, to develop their consciousness, we have lessons that are very important, like learning how to deal with ourselves, which takes a lot of time, many lives, and that's what self-knowledge is about. Uh, we are here to learn how to deal better with other people, which requires a lot of work and time. And we are also here to learn how to deal better with life itself, how to create a better reality for ourselves. And uh, we are here also to learn how to make better choices exercising our free will. But the most important lesson, in my opinion, after decades of studies and analysis and observations, is what I call self-possession, possession of ourselves. And why do I consider it the most important lesson? Because it makes a huge difference in living with less and less suffering, especially what I call unnecessary sufferings. So this is a crucial subject, self-possession. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 19 years, an astrologer with more than 30 years of studies and practice, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil, with many years of studies and practice and self-discipline, I became my own guru. And why do I say that? Because I can access my soul, my higher self in a very direct and easy way because it's the best guide I can have. So I don't need to search for answers out of me because all of the answers that I need are inside of me. And many people say that, but the thing is, how can you access that inner source of wisdom in yourself? You got to connect to your higher self and being able to really communicate with it. I also became a reality transformer. And why do I say that? Because I can identify the real cause of a situation and work on it. Basically, the cause is in our unconscious. We are always creating our reality unconsciously. But once you know that and you have the right tools and know how to operate those tools, then you can work on your reality consciously. And that's the real secret to be really in charge of your life. And because you my dear listener, are always creating your reality, attracting things, even without knowing it unconsciously. That's why it's so important that you become aware of your inner power, because the cause of everything in your life is within you. And why do I say that? Because you are the one getting the effects in your life, right? Because if the cause was in someone else, the effects would be turning to them. So if 
you are getting the effects. It's because the cause is within you. And to change them, you really need to work inside of you. So do you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for the better? So stay here and let's have a conversation. The most difficult thing for human beings to learn is to take possession of themselves. Actually, the vast majority of people don't even know what it is, what I call self-possession, have no idea, never heard about it, and it is so important in life. And that's why they are suffering so much in life. They are failing and going through a lot of struggles because they don't have self-possession. And that's why I decided to talk about it in this episode because I consider this the most important lesson for everyone in life. Everyone needs to learn this lesson, self-possession. Because all the tests and challenges in life are related to this and nobody, absolutely nobody, escapes this lesson. Learning this takes time, is often particularly hard for the neglectful, but it's essential. And what does it mean in practice to have self-possession? It's to be responsible for yourself, to assume your actions and their consequences to educate your mind not to enter into the conversation of others and the world to assume your own essence your soul your higher self the true self not the ego full of illusions and vanities and with that be totally authentic without lies without living with disguises and pretenses to please others afraid of what they might think and say so self-possession has to do with mastering your own negatively conditioned emotions and impulsive reactions. And how do you do this? By mastering your own mind, which requires, of course, discipline and firmness. Because everything starts in your mind with a thought. Every sensation and emotion you have starts with a thought. If you start to think about something sad, it doesn't matter if it was something that happened in your life or it is just something your fantasy is creating with your creativity. At some point, you start to feel sad and uh, you may even start to cry because you gave so much importance to that sad thought. So if you don't master your mind, your own thoughts, you will be a slave of other people's thoughts, of other people's talks. And not only what comes from other people, but what comes from the world, the media. And you will give too much importance to the external. So self-possession has to do with educate your mind to give importance to what really makes you feel good and really filter everything that comes from outside. And 
pay attention to this. I'm not talking about controlling yourself. It's not about self-control because control has to do with the ego feeling powerful in charge of something. It's more about self-mastery, not self-control. And when you have self-possession, self-mastery, you are more connected to your higher self, to your soul, to your essence. So you are not insecure enough to be afraid of what other people may think or say about you. You are not afraid of disappointing them. You are not afraid of not fulfilling their expectations about you or their illusions about you, whatever. So you basically stay true to yourself. You dare to be yourself. That's what self-possession is about. And it has to do with mastering your own negatively conditioned emotions and impulsive reactions. And how? By mastering your own mind, which requires discipline and firmness. Self-possession is about not reacting impulsively to anything, especially reacting with anger and irritation. Because you are in charge of your own emotions, right? So you don't lose your temper easily with any little thing. It's more about acting consciously than reacting unconsciously in a bad habit. Self-possession is being spontaneous as opposed to playing roles or interpreting a type to be socially accepted and appropriate. You know, the kind of person, the pleaser, who is always trying to please other people because they are so insecure, they are so vain, they want to be accepted all the time, they want to be adequate, they want to be nice all the time because they see themselves with other people's eyes. And that's why they are always trying to please other people. So their actions and reactions follow other people's expectations. Self-possession is the opposite of this. is acting according to the desires and wishes of the soul itself, the higher self, not the impositions of the head, which has undergone extensive and deep brainwashing to think in a convenient way for others. Of course, this requires a lot of mental work, similar to reformatting the hard drive of a computer to give conditions for the soul to express itself freely without censorship. And as I always say, if you already knew how to do it, you would be doing it already, right? But at some point, you need to not only be aware of this important lesson in your life, but also to start to exercise this because you will understand my words here in this episode, but putting them in practice, putting this knowledge in practice is a completely different thing. But everything starts with the first steps, right? So to take possession of yourself is in short, to dominate yourself and it all starts in the mind and to put yourself first that is your inner well-being has to be your priority because what is the use of doing everything for others and abandoning yourself if you are living a life for other people to please them to help them to do things for them to work for them then you are not living for yourself 
And what's the point? You are wasting your life because you are here to learn specific lessons to evolve as a human being. So if you are living for other people and not to fulfill your soul, you are wasting your life, this unique opportunity. I'm not saying that you have this only life in eternity, no. But this life as you, you know, in this right moment on the earth and in this body that you have right now with that consciousness, this life is unique. You won't have another opportunity to be the same person, to repeat this lifetime, right? So if you are not in charge of your life, doing what your soul, your essence, your higher self wants for you to be happy, then you are really wasting this opportunity. And it is a lot of work to get a physical body, to be born. So I hope you are doing something significant for your, not necessarily spiritual evolution, but the, the evolution of your consciousness as a human being. Because when you fulfill, is your soul fulfilling through you, so your essence, needs you here in this body, in this life, in this world to experience fulfillment and happiness. So if you are not in contact with your soul, if you are not connected to it, to follow its desire for you in this life, uh, the purpose it has for you, then you are really lost <laughs> and wasting your life your time, your energy, living for other people and not for yourself, your true nature. And that's why you are probably not happy <laughs> with or not even satisfied with your life because you are disconnected. And I can talk about this because I do so retrieval. So I know that that inner emptiness that people feel is nothing more than the lack of themselves, their essence. They lost a part of their soul. That's why they feel that emptiness in their chest, inside of them. That's why they don't have a purpose in life. They don't have fulfillment with their jobs, their life, for example. Because the soul is responsible for the joy of living. So back to the subject, uh, self-possession, self-mastery. It has to do with dominating yourself. This is the main job of all of us. And everything we go through, if it's not part of the process of learning and achieving this condition of self-mastery, is training to exercise and not forget what has already been assimilated, what we already learned. So it's to be expected that we will go through many challenging situations in this regard and even fail many times. The experience and suffering matures and the purpose is only one to exercise our discernment and make us more lucid so that we can make better and better choices improving our will and when we improve our will we have more free will freedom to choose this is a, an important lesson to learn 
how to choose better. That's what our free will is for. Because based on your choices and the results you have from them, if they are good or not, then you preferably become smarter to choose better next time, right? And with this, you are exercising your discernment to have a better life, to make better choices. And for that, it's necessary to experiment, to know the sensations in us and not to go by the head and hunch of other people or society. Your mind has to serve your soul, not adjust to the convenience of whoever it is, or just as bad, being a mess without order, discipline and command, just repeating what you learned from the outside and reproducing behaviors that denote emotional imbalance, especially charged with drama and victimism. And here I have to say, a dramatic person has no self-possession. And why do I say that? Because people like that are very impressionable by what comes from the outside. They take things personally and get offended very easily with any little thing. They are not mature emotionally speaking. They don't have much emotional intelligence. And uh, many times, uh, dramatic people also play the victim. And what is a victim? Is someone powerless, right? Impotent. Someone that uh, suffers in a passive way. They don't believe they have power enough, they are able or skilled enough to overcome challenges or difficulties in life. So they're more suffering external things and circumstances than taking action to be really in charge of their life. So someone like this with a weak mind has no self-possession because they are so impressed by what comes from the world from other people. They don't dominate themselves. They don't believe in themselves. They are insecure. They don't master themselves beginning with their own minds. So of course they suffer more and with what I call unnecessary sufferings. Living the state of inner balance, mental or emotional, is something natural, okay, and even expected in the process of learning how to deal with ourselves to achieve more and more self-mastery, which in fact is of huge importance. Because if you don't master yourself, starting with your mind, you will inevitably be dominated by others and the world, as well as their concepts of ideal and their conveniences. You will be serving other people's and the world's expectations about you. And you will become a puppet to do whatever they want or a being who only reacts defensively to what attacks you in a certain way without taking the reins of your life in your own hands and exercising the greatest gift you have received, your will, your free will. See, there's something very important that I talked about in the previous episode, number 24, have filters in your ears. There are a lot of things that enter your mind, ideas, concepts, and ideals, fantasies, illusions, 
that you accepted from other people, from the world, the media, it doesn't matter because you didn't have filters in your ears. So those ideas, those thoughts are like a software running in your unconscious and creating your reality because our reality is created in our unconscious. So everything that you heard, you saw, you read, and you gave a lot of importance is part of that software and is affecting your behavior. Things you do, the way you react to people, to things, to situations, especially in a negative way, what we call bad habits. If you don't have self-possession, you are just reacting the way you learned to react, but in an unconscious way, you are not following your essence, your temperament, your true nature. You are just doing something that you learned to do or that you were taught to do. That's why I use the word puppet. You were conditioned somehow to do a specific person, to please other people, to fulfill their expectations, even strangers, society. And you are reacting to things in a defensive way. If you consider someone is trying to attack you with criticism, you are much more reacting to external things and other people than acting consciously according to your essence. And if you are just reacting unconsciously, you are not using your free will. You are not exercising your discernment consciously. And when a person takes possession of themselves, assumes their dignity and responsibility for their own well-being, then they regain their spiritual strength and their soul can manifest itself in their mind, their emotions, in their mind through intuitions or insights, in their emotions through feeling good about things, because that's the way your soul talks to you, through sensations in your chest. When it's something that your soul wants for you, you will feel good, you will be something nice, like a cozy feeling in your chest. But if it's something that your soul doesn't want for you, you will feel at least a small discomfort in your chest when thinking about that thing or that person or that situation. And the more you are in contact with your essence, the more you will talk to you, and not even through your mind and emotions, but your body and uh, your outer life. Because what we call miracle for our soul is just like a game to create reality. We call them those situations miracles because our rational mind doesn't have an explanation for how things happen out of nothing. But our soul knows where our happiness is and the best and fastest way to get there. So if we are aligned with our essence, we are given it conditions to manifest those situations or send the right people to us. However, when a person denies their essence, believing they are weak and incapable and therefore dependent on others, they keep the doors closed for their higher self to manifest itself. And as a consequence, 
Their mundane life is a succession of obstacles and difficulties, if not sufferings. When the individual is on their side with confidence and full acceptance, that is self-possession. Life with a big L, because I don't like to use the word God, because uh, it's uh, overused. So when a person has self-possession, life is also in their favor. And why is that? Because they are confident, they fully accept themselves. So they are positive with themselves. They value themselves. They dare to be themselves. So being that positive, of course, they are emanating a positive energy and they will inevitably attract positive people and positive situations to their life. So everything will work in their favor. An individual in this inner attitude, uh, he values himself at his best and true. So he ends up attracting what he considers best and which has to do with himself. However, when he's against himself and on the side of others, always trying to please other people and giving his best to others, then his energy of contrariety works so that his things do not go or go against his will because he is against himself to be on other people's favor, right? He does everything for other people. He doesn't consider himself a priority in his life. So he's second or third in his life. He puts himself down and he's not acting for his best, so he cannot expect the best to come for him. The most common example is to do what you don't want to do or don't do what you want to do just to please someone or out of fear of what they might think and talk about you. It's always the damn oppressive vanity that controls based on fear. So when you don't do what you want to do because you want to play nice, to please other people, because you are insecure about not being accepted, not being liked by other people. When you go against you doing what you don't want to do or when you don't do what you really want to, it doesn't matter, you are going against you. What kind of energy do you think you are creating? Of course, it's a negative type. So if you're against you, your real feelings, what you really feel, what you really want, if you are against you, you are creating a reality against you also. So your things won't work or they can even work, but not the way you wanted them to be. The greatest human power is the ability to discern and choose. That is to see clearly and choose the best for you. A person with self-possession is aware of their own power, has the force of self-mastery, not to be impressed and led by the drama of others and the world. They are in the command center of their mind and nothing dominates them, be it an idea, especially if it's an illusion, a feeling or discomfort nor do they allow themselves to be shaken or hurt by anything, remaining in an inner state of serenity and neutrality, just observing what goes on outside themselves. 
So self-possession has to do with not being pressed by other people, by the drama around you in the world, in the news, whatever. It's about being in charge of not only your own mind, but your emotions and your reactions, not allowing yourself to be affected in a negative way and keeping your inner peace, your inner balance. So can you see the importance of this big lesson? Self-possession, self-mastery, and how it can really make your life much better because you won't suffer unnecessarily with small things. You won't let yourself be affected by external things because it's not that people and situations affect us. No, we allow ourselves to be affected by what comes from outside of us. And once you understand this, once you wake up to this, point of view, then you start to pay attention to this important lesson, self-possession, and then you can recognize the importance of exercising it inside of you in your life. People with some degree of self-possession, they are definitely not a mere reflection of what happens around them. They do not react like the majority who don't have self-possession. They are not intimidated nor getting to the drama of others, be it for emotional contamination and impressionability or for mushy solidarity. They have the courage to be themselves and stand for their truth. They dare to be themselves, and I'm talking about their essence, their true nature, regardless of whoever they are facing or what situation appears. And above all, they are lucid. That is, they have light in their conscience to see things clearly, which nourishes their inner calm and, by extension, allows them to make more sensible and better decisions. And here I have to say, to dare to be yourself, to express your essence, to be authentic, has nothing to do to be aggressive, to be inconvenient, to be unpleasant and unbearable. Many people think to show how authentic they are, they have to impose themselves to other people in an aggressive way, in a so strong way that they really bother other people. No, you can be authentic. You can express yourself, your true nature, your uh, real temperament, your essence, without being unpleasant, right? Just being kind, nice, pleasant, and even lovely. So having attitude has nothing to do to be aggressive, right? You don't need to impose yourself to show you have a personality. Because deep inside, people who are always trying to impose themselves, 
they are insecure actually that's why they need to show they are strong they are extremely sincere you know talking the truth even when people didn't ask for their opinion so if someone has the need to show they have a personality or they have an opinion it's because they are not really so well with themselves in terms of self-acceptance and inner balance because if you are okay with yourself if your ego <laughs> is under control you don't need to say what you really think right <laughs> you don't need to give your opinion about anything you can keep it to yourself you know the difference is the need to say something to show something or not to stay quiet and not feel that urge to express yourself especially to strangers who doesn't pay your bills right so as you can see those who have possession of themselves are not subject to the disturbances around them be it the madness of the world and the world can be quite crazy see the news especially in this endless pandemic and they are not subject to the madness of people who are immature and emotionally unbalanced it's like having a powerful firewall like you have in your computer right you have a firewall you have a system to protect your machine against invasions right virus or whatever so self-possession is similar to a firewall a very powerful one because in practice is simply not being impressed easily especially with the negative and what do i call negative criticism accusations verbal aggressions dramas tragedies victimism if you have self-possession if you master yourself you are not impressed by all those things someone can criticize you and uh, you won't give so much importance because you won't have a big ego to get offended easily right if someone accuses you well you know yourself you know your truth so why giving importance to an accusation especially if it is not true it's just um, someone else's opinion about you and they have the right to think whatever they want about you right you are not easily impressed by verbal aggressions also other people's dramas tragedies you don't buy that uh, victim talk for example see how you won't suffer unnecessarily for small things anymore if you develop self-possession more and more if you exercise this in yourself and it has to do with that previous episode filters in your ears because you start to pay attention to what you give importance or not in your mind inside of you because that will make a big difference in how you will be affected or not i'll give you an example a practical example the owner of a house who owns and commands it is responsible for putting order in the place and is responsible for the property before the civil authorities right well the principle is the same inside your mind 
you are the one who has to keep it in order and also for its smooth functioning or ravings, even because you are the one who will pay the price, isn't it? And I always say that watching is much more important than praying for all intents and purposes. If the door is not open, it does not enter. So if something bad came in or comes in, mostly oppressive ideas, unpleasant thoughts and negative words, it's because you left the door open. So you gotta watch what you let in your mind because you will pay the price for all those negative thoughts that you will let grow and affect your reality. And starting with leaving you anxious, more and more anxious and afraid of bad things. In fact, according to the principle of mentalism, he who has mental self-mastery controls his life. Instead of being controlled by the forces of the universe or destiny. And he who doesn't have it, self-mastery, is subject to ricochet for life as a stray bullet until he learns after many shocks to positively direct his movements with willpower or free will. The vast majority of human beings, the mass of humanity, is driven without much resistance, really, by external forces such as suggestions from other people, society or the media, hereditary factors to which they are conditioned so they feel powerless. Oh, I was born this way, so I gotta accept it and be passive about it. And other external forces such as the will of anyone who makes a strong impression. So if they meet someone they consider stronger than them, they feel like inferior and give so much importance to that person that they let them be in control, be in charge of any situation. The truth is the being that allows himself to be subdued by the wishes of others weakens his own will while making that of others stronger and with more power and influence over himself. In short, he gives up his will and lets himself be carried away. And not acting on the causes consciously, he suffers the return of the effects without opinion. So see the difference comparing to someone with self-possession? They will be in charge of their lives. They won't give that power over them to other people. So, of course, they will act and react in a more conscious way. And they won't be so passive when the effects of their actions return to them. Because they will exercise their will to choose another way of acting. So, whoever exercises self-mastery and self-improvement of character, mind and emotions acquires conditions to choose and act better and better, thus generating causes and effects of a higher nature. He doesn't allow himself to be led by other wills or external influences and as a result, he becomes master of himself and his own destiny ceasing to be a pawn that moves in a zigzag through life. Such an individual frees himself and 
conquers the free will, in fact, becoming endowed with true freedom and power. After all, the worst prison is a limited mind, full of negative beliefs, fears, including human and divine punishments, and moral and religious censures, all of which absorbed from outside without the filter of intelligent and sensible discernment. Again, the importance of having filters in your ears, because this way you won't allow negative things, beliefs and fears to enter your mind and affect the way you see things, the way you see people, the way you react with fear, fear of not being accepted, fear of not being good enough, all that trash that so many people have in their minds. And since self-possession is the most important lesson of all for everyone, with no exception, it is to be expected that considering the evolutionary process, there will be much, much time, eternity, in fact, to learn it, this lesson. Obviously, the sooner the better, because it means enjoying a life with less suffering. Well, I won't say that it's difficult to learn, because I don't like that word, difficult. But I warn you that it takes a lot more work than learning to ride a bike, driving with stick transmission, swimming or knitting. However, my dear listener, as you learn in practice, not just in theory, because I'm talking about this subject, self-possession, self-mastery, I know you are understanding this concept, the importance of developing and exercising this to create a better life and not suffer that much anymore in your life. I know you got me, but putting this knowledge in practice is a completely different thing. And as I said, if you already knew how to do it, you would be doing it, right? But as you learn in practice, it becomes easier. And the secret is not to stop exercising always, all the time, if possible. And the situations for that, life will bring you constantly. Don't worry. <laughs> After a challenge, there is always another challenge coming. So you will have plenty of opportunities to exercise and develop your self-possession. Actually, throughout our conversations here in this podcast and my posts on Instagram, if you look closely, much that I say will have as a background, basically, the matter of self-possession, how we lost it and how we can resume it. And why is this subject so crucial? Think of a property, for example, whose owner doesn't care about it and is never present. Anyone can invade it, right? Take possession of it, live in it, and even forge its possession to sell it. Well, if you do not have possession of yourself, anyone can rule you and your life, including disincarnated spirits. And that is the basic cause behind the whole process of spiritual obsession when you have a 
spirit affecting someone's life, someone's behavior in a negative way. And actually, it's not necessarily someone who is disincarnated. If you don't have self-possession, anyone, as I said, can rule your life. Anyone can be in charge of your life and tell you what to do and you will follow them because you don't know how to set boundaries, how to put limits, how to say no, how to keep them away from you. So if you imagine this, you have a car, which is um, your life. So if you are not the driver, you are letting someone else to drive your car. There is only two options. Either you are behind the wheel or you are letting, allowing someone else to drive you wherever they want. And that's the thing. If you are in charge of your life, if you have self-possession, self-mastery, you can do whatever you want. But if you are giving much more importance to someone else, if you are giving your power to someone else to be behind your will, then you cannot complain. If you, your life is not the way you wanted it to be, if you are not getting where you want, if you are not satisfied, if you are not fulfilled, because you didn't take possession of your life by taking possession of yourself, starting with your mind, right? So that's why probably you are feeling powerless in some area of your life. You are feeling impotent. You are not satisfied. Maybe you are really sad or angry because things are not going the way you wanted them to be because you couldn't make your dreams come true because you are not achieving your goals. So in practice, if you don't have self-possession, it means that your firewall is off. If you have one, it means your door is open and everything that comes from outside can cause damage inside you. You get impressed by anything, you suffer unnecessarily, you are at the mercy of vanity to yield to the will of others, you live in fear of a lot of things, you believe in any nonsense and delusion, and your life follows the flow of the majority, which is not exactly prosperous in all aspects and is in great difficulty, right? The vast majority of people are not really happy. They have to face a lot of struggles in their life, a lot of difficulties. They are very unsatisfied. So if your life follows the flow of that majority, you are unhappy too. Ultimately, the result of not having self-possession is a very silly little life with a lot of self-abandonment and inner poverty. And now I ask you, is it worth living like this? I don't think so. So, as I said, if you already knew what to do, you would be doing it. And uh, I know this subject, self-possession, self-mastery, is new, is different. People don't talk about this. Most of people don't even know about this, never heard about this. And so they have no idea why their lives are not so great, because they're not in charge of themselves. 
to be in charge of your life you need to be in charge of yourself starting with your mind and that's what self-possession is about so if you are really into your self-improvement and not necessarily evolving as spiritual evolution if you are interested in having a better life not by chance there's no luck in life there's only you being in a positive inner state to be able to attract favorable things and favorable people and situations to your life so can you see how important this lesson is for everyone it's the most important one self-possession have possession of yourself self-mastery it makes the whole difference in transforming your reality creating a better life i've been studying this subject for so many years and not only studying really observing other people's lives analyzing my own life and putting that knowledge in practice really testing that knowledge in any little situation and i teach my clients how to develop their self-possession actually i do single therapy sessions for specific reasons like soul retrieval work with sabotaging subpersonalities panic attacks any problem with any issue with the physical body and specific situations in life like identifying the real cause working on it to change the effects in just one session i do single sessions but i also do a more deep and intense process in the program that i have 90 days to really transform the reality consciously teaching everything that i know especially how to develop self-possession in any situation in life you can find more information about my 90-day program in my website graciehoo.com g-r-e-i-c-y-h-o-o.com and if you want to know more about this subject self-possession and how can you start to practice this to develop this in yourself you can go to my website and send me an email or you can send me a dm on instagram at gracie who or even better you can schedule a free 45 minute enlightenment call with me through my website that call is meant to shed some light into your consciousness by reading your birth chart it's not a full reading actually it's more like a seeing and telling you about the main challenges in your life and the main lessons you are here to learn explaining a lot of things in your life you can finally understand those situations that are always repeating in your life and uh, i will not only explain a lot of things but everything will finally make sense but i will also give options about what to do and how to do anyway you are free to do whatever you want if you are interested in your self-improvement develop your self-possession at this point of this episode i hope you could understand the importance of this and how it can make a big difference in your life once you have it developed in yourself so feel free to contact me and it will be a pleasure to talk to you more about this Uh, i hope this episode was really useful for you 
at some point you have to start to learn this lesson and uh, put it in practice in your life. As I name it this episode, it's really the most important lesson for everyone with no exception. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.